Hi, this is Deep, a podcast discussion about ideas and questions. We are doing this because we want to learn more and get another person's perspective on the things we think we know. Uh, that's might be why you're here, but I'm, I'm barely here, apparently. I was, I was drifting off there. Hello, I need Josh. To, hello, hello. <laughs> I, need to, I need to try and concentrate a bit more. Yes, that sounded very good, Matt. Very good. Thanks. You are Matt, as I just told him, and uh, you are Josh. I am. Thank and you. We are both welcome. Welcome. Welcome to. No, this is <laughs> this is absolutely terrible. Brilliant. Let's keep going. Welcome okay. to deep. Deep. Okay. That's lots okay. Of fun. So, as we mentioned in the last podcast, if you have any questions about our terrible intros and the fact we can't speak properly, then please email us at j and m deep dot podcast at gmail dot com. That's j a n d. M D W E P dot podcast at gmail dot com. Nice. Okay. Uh, so, anything first. to report? Who's going first? What have you been up to since last time? Well, my thing to report is I've been back at work since last time we spoke. Uh, which, contrary to maybe some of the opinions we may have seemed to have put across in this podcast, sometimes I actually enjoy working for the man. What? <laughs> Crazy times ahead. <laughs> No, to be honest with you, that's kind of why I said this, really, because I've got to say that uh, this current job I'm in, which I've been in for just over a year, I genuinely work with a pretty nice group of people for a, for a decent guy. And uh, I've really, that's shown, shown through, really, in the last couple of months, uh, the way the job's gone. And I've got to say that uh, I was, when I went on, ha- on holiday, I went away feeling refreshed, like a, but not like anxious, like, it's holiday time, it's good. The last few weeks of work have been good. And I returned to work, genuinely thinking to myself, okay, here we go again, but not in a, oh no, back at the grindstone. And it was a, definitely a healthier experience than I've uh, been accustomed to in other jobs. Nice, so happy nice. with that situation. Well, so. I definitely wouldn't deny that, you know, work for a lot of people is, is, a, is a big part of their social life. You know, they make a lot of friends at work and they, you know, they spend a lot of time seeing the people they see at work. So their colleagues are people they spend a large amount of their life with. And if, you know, most people are okay, so you get to spend time with people who are okay. That's, you know, it's undeniable. Work is something that can and hopefully is uh, restorative and social and nice and pleasant. Perhaps just maybe not for 40 hours a week. But, well, you know. but whichever way you look at it, whether it's us or other people, it's a huge chunk of our week and day. And so in some ways we've got to take, we've got to find some kind of solace in that. Yes, you might as well make the most of it, of yeah, course. Definitely. Of course. Um, as for me, I've just been enjoying this endless sunny weather. Um, it's just been so nice. We've had some highs of 27 I think and so I've just spent quite a lot of time going to the local park which uh, where I live is just uh, it's quite a sort of busy residential area but I happen to live like a 30 second walk from a nice little park and and so I've been spending a lot of time after work uh, taking a blanket and going to the park and sitting on a blanket and reading some Atlas Shrugged and uh, just having a nice time in the sun listening to the birds and it's, it's quite surprising because uh it's a really peaceful, quiet park, even though it's a really busy residential area and out on the streets where the houses are where I live, you know, there's always people chatting and shouting and listening to music and bouncing balls and doing a lot of activities. Um, and so it's quite bustling. But in this beautiful park with trees and great views across the city, uh, it's really peaceful and quiet. And so, 
Yeah, that's, uh, I'd just that's like really to interject nice. there about PAX as well. Again, about saying the same thing, just to reiterate what you're saying, not to make the whole podcast about parks and recreation. But yeah, it, the parks are great. We, I've got a great local partner, me, and yesterday evening I was sat in a park with somebody talking about how great parks are. And I think some they're just at BR at this time when we've got this weather we've got currently, and just a little a bit of an escape from the otherwise urban madness. I think it's just really nice that parks are there and just yeah, the fact it public that spaces. small piece of tranquility. And, or even if it's not tranquil, just sometimes to be in that little public space where kids are running around and maybe people are kicking a ball around of some description or whichever. I think it's just a, it's just a, a thing that we don't always take advantage for, which is there on our doorstep. And one of those, maybe, maybe it's a use it or lose it situation where we need to take advantage of those things so that they remain to be there. Yeah, and uh, I guess a park also acts as uh, not just a recreation space, but it is also sort of the connection to nature that is easily accessible when you live in an urban area. But as well, there's an element too, which is the social space. And sometimes it just adds another dynamic to how we sometimes interact with people. And sometimes there's that thing where it's very easy to be in. For example, if you're commuting, it's very easy to kind of be shutters down, blinkers on, commuting to work, for example, and like you've got a destination to go to. And so although you probably see 10, 20, 100 people on the way to work, and none of those people you stop and acknowledge. Mm. And so sometimes being in a park and just being there. Yeah, in a park, being you a, being, say being hello a, to people. Yeah, well, yeah. and even just being aware, or just even looking over and maybe chuckling as a, as, as, as a little boy walks into you or whatever. Just there's, there's various things that just are great about parks and the interaction between people. Cool. We're in agreement. Parks are good. Yep. Okay, let's move on to the main feature, which is time for the hat. It's my turn to pick. Ooh. Have a listen to that. Okay, I've got one. Got one. Okay, this is another one of mine. You, you need to put some more ideas in the hat, apparently. But Are oh, you doing um, pick more selectively? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the piece of paper says, painting, drawing, and playing music. What this means to you the creative impulse slash process so I did this specifically Ooh. because you are the sort of the drawer of us uh, you do the artwork that can be seen on the uh, on the podcast pages um, and I sort of rather than drawing which I, I can't do I can barely I can barely write words um, <laughs> but um, I, I play music so we both have that sort of place where we're coming to we make up for the, <laughs> the faults in our lives <laughs> that's it but, but you know we both are engaged in that creative process sort of on a daily basis in our lives so I thought it might be fun for us to talk yeah, about that what, what it means to us and uh, the, you know sort of talk about the process that we go through I've put down a very generous 20 minutes. Should, should we reduce that to 15 again? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Just in, just in the, uh, the light what, of... What was I thinking? It. Okay, uh, let's begin. Um, I guess I can start by saying I, uh, I started playing music probably about 15 years ago. Um, and I'm sure I must have done some kind of creative things with my existence before then, but I can't really remember them uh, you know and obviously what creativity is as I'm sure we will discuss comes in many forms you know such as just imagination and you know even watching things on tv or reading books can be a creative process to an extent but I guess for me music is the most direct or one of the most direct ways that I engage with a creative process um, but I guess in terms of just sort of briefly answer what it says on the paper what it means to me the creative process is you know it's almost as much as the entire meaning of life, you know, it's uh, 
it's a it's a wonderful thing to do. It's 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 sort of like play, I guess you might say, but it's also production. It's also doing something that feels to me really like worthwhile and I don't want to be so grandiose as to say important, but um yeah, I feel like if I make a contribution it would probably be in a in a creative sense, you know, even if you don't reach anyone, just to articulate your thoughts or express yourself through creativity. It's a so yeah, what it means to me is it, it means a lot to me. What does what does creativity mean to you and tell us about your creative output, Matt? Well, it means several things to me. In some ways it's a, it's kind of an off switch, so it allows me to maybe sort of be in a semi-meditative state when I'm doing something creative and not have to think about things because I can sort of be swallowed up a little bit in what's happening. It's also, if I'm honest, a frustration, the creative thing sometimes, but only, but that's maybe a frustration because I sometimes, when you start doing something creative, I think you sometimes want to do that thing more and so then you maybe be frustrated because you haven't, you're having to limit that creativity to the times that are left in your day to do so. So potentially a frustration. Uh, creativity for me has been a thing where more recently in life I've got back into the idea of sketching and drawing and doodling. Essentially uh, abstract kind of cartoon based imagery is what I do. But it's something I used to do quite a lot when I was younger. I've never really properly buckled down to it but I was just aware that it was something that I when I've returned to it, I just realised it's given me like a pleasure and, it, and it's, it's given me that semi-meditative state that I that's just a nice place to be in and it's just a nice way to do it. And it's also something I can do while doing things. I can I can draw and doodle while I'm listening to a podcast or listening to music. I can do it. Something I've been trying to do more recently is do drawing when I'm out and about places. There's a, there's a certain level of me where, for example, when I, in the past I only ever would have drawn at home probably when I was on my own and nobody was watching. And yeah. part of that's because of, of uh, a sort of well, an immaturity, some kind of childish impulse of wanting to do something because you don't want to be judged. And part of it's just because that's like, I, I didn't feel like there was an anxiety and I felt uncomfortable doing things. So I've, I've purposely been trying to push that to a point of, initially that I started by telling other people that I still draw, by telling other people, oh, sometimes I do in my spare time because that was the first way to get out there for me and to because I did I wanted it to be a thing that I could then uh, uh, embrace myself more easily but then following that I've then made a point for example when I was on the train last week pulling out a notebook and drawing on a train and not being self-conscious that people might be watching me and be judging what I was drawing for any reason or when I was in London stopping and sitting in a park or drawing if you're having a coffee in a coffee shop just doing a little bit of drawing and not not even it's not like a life drawing where I'm watching and drawing of what's happening in the window, just drawing a cartoon character because I'm having a coffee and it puts me in a mind space. So yeah, nice. the, the creativity for me is those things. I suppose ultimately it's a, it's an escapism. Okay. Uh, but a, a, a pleasant and, and and each time I do it, a less frustrating escapism. So, you you've just said so many things. I've just been writing madly as you as you've said all that because you said so many things. I would like to come yeah, back and address this. You. you know, you've really, you said so much great stuff that I'm really excited. So I'd say the first thing I'll say is in response to the last thing you said, which is you see it, creativity is an escapism, which I totally get. It sort of links to the first thing I wrote that you said, which was creativity is a meditation. You know, it is this sort of, it takes you out of your everyday life 
and um, you know it just puts you it absorbs your attention that's that's I guess that's almost what a meditation is as well you know it's something that completely absorbs your meditation so you don't have a voice in the back of your mind saying oh, what time do I need to wake up tomorrow to feed the goldfish or, or, or whatever it's you know it's and it, it's a wonderful release a relief to experience that just that complete absorption that meditation and and whether that comes from direct meditation or from creative practice it's really cool but you also said it's as an escapism which I see how that connects to the meditation but I would say that a lot of my creativity although it is an escapism and it is a relief it is also very informed by the world and the life I have and it's almost like a way of especially through music if I quite like to do I guess not just playing music but maybe writing lyrics and singing songs or, or writing stories that for me when it's been when the creativity is in the form of words um, I can find that that's very informed by reality by the world we live in by the thoughts and feelings that my experience sort of I pro the way I ex process my experience and trying to communicate that. So there is the escapism, but there is also the, you know, that the world informs or affects the creativity. Is what I find. I yeah, mean, yeah, definitely. I can run with that totally. Yeah. Awesome. Shall, shall, shall I go on to another yeah, thing? Please you said, yeah, please. Yeah, I just want to explore it. Yeah, no, so I'm just I'm excited um, that I've been able to inspire yeah. to uh, open it up some more. So the next thing I wrote was that you mentioned about uh, wanting to do it more or some, something along those lines that you know you couldn't do it enough or you're trying to find the extra yeah. time and I totally feel that, that that's how good the experience of creativity is whether it's music or drawing or writing or you know so many you know it's, a, it's an it's an inexhaustible list of what can be a creative process so if your creative thing as you're listening to this isn't music or or writing and you think oh well you know I'm not I'm not creative in that way that you know you everyone is creative creativity is what's going to be keeping you alive and whether you're creative in the way that you look after your children or you're creative in the way you express yourself at work or you're creative in the jokes you tell to your friends or you're creative in the way you read books and stir pictures in your imagination you know or you're creative in the way you cook again I'm just I'm just rambling about ways of being creative but whatever you do that's creative I find it's one of those things that you want to do more and more and more and that's a sign of how good it is that it's this thing it's like life is a sweet shop and creativity is the sweets except you can eat as much as you like and you're not going to get sick you might just go crazy perhaps discuss <laughs> <laughs> well it's you're right in, in but it's it's the it's the connectivity isn't it it's the it's the opening it's breaking that situation down it's like you say it's it's allowing you you, you by being in that meditative freer thinking state you allow in suggestion don't you and not unhealthy suggestion you allow yourself to be more more at peace so then make connections uh, where you yeah so 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 yeah before. so the connections come more easily and they come in a, in, in a in a situation where you're because you're relaxed the suggestion flows into your life in, in a much more natural way so you can allow it in and you don't have to judge it in the in 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 the way you could conspiratorially judge other things you just you you can allow it in a much more natural state, and so like you say, and then and then because you've allowed those things in, it allows you to make connections. It ma it allows you to be more at peace with with yourself, with other people, with other things, and it's 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 a growth, isn't it? It's it's helping you grow within within your surroundings and be I'll be honest with other people, isn't it? When you when sometimes when you're doing something creative, when you 
if you find something particularly challenging on a day, like you've really had to sit down and really force yourself to, to do that drawing or make something better, that kind of mental workout gives you an appreciation then for other people's work. Like if you sit down and it's been particularly hard for me to draw something, suddenly I've got a greater appreciation for somebody else's piece of art, for a guy who's written a song and all those things that it, you've got a bigger appreciation for. Yeah, nice. So, yeah, I like the idea of the sort of the connections you can make in creativity, the way that you may connect two things that you wouldn't normally connect. That's sort of what you were part of what you were saying, isn't it? Yeah. You can see how people are bringing ideas together and expressing them together, and there is a connection, and that is well, that is a massive you, part. Of it kind of unplugs you from the, the 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 common thread, doesn't it? So, whereas you you wake up in the morning, and like say you you've a little bit blinkered about the situation, you're running on your rail of life. And that process sometimes shuts you down to other things because you're, you're trying to stay on track, you're trying to stay on track, you're trying to follow that path. And although you can allow some things in during that journey, it, just the, the nature of what you're doing shuts off certain channels. So the creative process kind of put, takes you off the track. You're, you're, you're in a happy place where you're balanced, but then because you're not having to watch the road ahead constantly, you then you're more open to things around you but not in a suggestive we're going to get you down kind of way in a kind of like in a tranquil kind of like all right kind of way like oh yeah that's going to click in better that i understand that better i can see how that works a bit better kind of way yeah and um yeah also just within that idea that you know of, of wanting to do creativity more you know would you agree with that that i feel that you know i can imagine a future where i could spend I maybe could spend 40 hours a week engaging in creative practice, maybe not a single creative practice. I probably yep. couldn't even play music, you know, 40 hours a week. It probably would take some fun out of it. But, you know, that's the wonderful thing about creativity. It comes in different flavours. And if you can engage with something creatively, it stimulates you in the way we've just said. And, yeah, you just want to... That's what, how I want to live my life. I don't well, know. Yeah, well, the creativity lends itself so easily like we've said to to communication and cooperation between people and sharing and understanding on various levels that that that's exactly right so it it takes away some of the angst and the sort of daily churn of like of needing to do certain things to stay on track and so you want to do it more because there's a there's a there's a sort of peaceful harmony in in the creative state that that's much more innate to your to your person so it, i can fully see why you'd want to do it more and like you say it's the more time you've got to do it it come, does come in all kind of flavors you might one week spend 40 hours a week playing music but you might spend the next week doing no hours play music but you might spend it doing something else creative yeah it comes it comes in fits and bursts it. doesn't it it's, definitely you know creativity is one of those things i think that's what can put a lot of people off creativity um, you know, I also teach guitar lessons, and I find that one of the biggest things that puts people off is, you know, they may have a good few weeks of practice, and then they may not practice. And I find that's a very natural part of creativity. That it does come. Writer's block is the is a well known phrase, and I guess that's yeah. the idea that you know, it's one of those things that hopefully you can engage with a lot. And I guess the more you practice, the more you can engage with it. In my experience, yeah. touch wood. But um, you know, it is easy to sort of. Well, go in a trough of not having creative experience and that can make you think oh maybe this isn't for me and I yeah. guess that's accepting that as a natural part of the creative process is well, important the dips and troughs in between then create anxieties don't they which then fight against the creativity so yeah. there's that element of it too um, and also just further on that just that creative, creativity to me seems like a really fundamental part of what it is to be a human the human experience it feels very primal just like 
going out and going fishing or you know going hunting and connecting with some sort of primal aspect of your nature yeah creativity you know seems to go that far back as well it really is it's accessing a, a new part of yourself almost or and an old part of yourself that you've been disassociated yeah. and from. it's also part of communication between people communication isn't just talking so it's nice to have the other way of communicating and and being a community and being in communal environments and cooperating with people is also through creativity and art not just the conversation it expands that to a, a more opening situation yeah and and i guess what you say is creativity with other people there's also part of that is a big part of creativity and interaction with other people is the inspiration you get from mm. them as well it's all part and of breaking parts. down barriers like i said you've made me wanting to sit and draw on a train people might be watching it's, yeah. it's only it's only a healthy situation to be be less afraid and to understand we've mentioned it before on the podcast you know we're we're, we're all in a situation where we all have certain feelings and have a certain desires and dislikes and all that kind of thing so it's only good again to break down some of those walls yeah i mean that that was the other thing i had written down the idea of the the privateness of creativity that you mentioned you know mm. you would never have drawn in front of someone before and i yeah. totally get that even now I've, I've you know played in front of quite a few different people at different settings but generally it's it's, it's a personal thing and yeah. probably for both of us this podcast is the most sort of uh external uh outward expression of creativity that either of us have really engaged in potentially yeah. if we have many you know this is out there for anyone to listen to um but yeah there is something about the, the privateness of creativity it's mm. maybe you don't want to open up creativity can be quite nice and it can be self-fulfilling you don't require anyone else to affirm your enjoyment and what you get from the creativity and obviously it would be lovely to be told oh your product of creativity is admired by many people but yeah, yeah and I guess like you said it's good to overcome the yeah. privateness you don't want to be unable to draw yeah. in front you, of other people you, know, so you do need the privacy time because obviously part of the whole creative process is it's the individual's idea to add to the melting pot of ideas and their take on something that somebody else has seen a different way much in the same way as this conversation works with a question it works with creativity but at the same time it's like anything you need to be able to bring that into the to the limelight and have other people see it just so you're not for two reasons because then also you need to be able to have it kind of it to be out there to be kind of looked at and judged in some ways and know it's a thing that's out there because like anything like our own mental health for our sanity you can't just sit at home with your own thoughts and your own desires and start and, and continuing to think your own thing all of the time because you come out crazy that's true but i do also think for our society as a whole i think it's actually more okay than most people think to to have some oh, private thoughts yeah. and engage in private activity and not oh, yeah, worry not, so much about being held up to the to the yeah, to yeah. The, you know the, oh, not, the stadium of your facebook friends because I, I i mean i i i live that life I, I i spend a lot of time on my own so I'm, i i know that it's not as unhealthy as sometimes it would be, be publicized for it to be as a, as a single person it, it people sometimes much much more of a damning thing on that of, of me as a person or people as as people, and I th you're right. It's not. It, there is definitely a, a side to uh, to people being on their own in privacy. That's that's not a bad thing at all. But yeah. And I guess I feel like I said that we've both we've both I think said at some point the word crazy, which is probably bad on both our parts. In that, you know, th there is this association between creativity and the idea of someone being perhaps mentally unstable. You think of many famous artists. I won't list them off. Who have you know seem to have elements of psychosis um but 
I think the way we mean crazy is probably in, you know we're using it in a too light a way, but I guess it's that essentially it's almost giving yourself permission to be not not crazy, but a little bit abnormal. It's okay to you know not be not to exist in default mode all the time. It's okay to do something creatively yeah. that you know might seem a little bit strange. You Quirks might draw okay, a picture and it's you know you, maybe it's a picture that you wouldn't show your supervisor in your marketing job or, or, or whatever it is, you know, there, there is a difference, a, a freedom, a freedom um, in creativity that is a deviation from the norm. And also just the, the words we say when we say something like crazy, it's just, it's just our expression, our side of the argument, or, or, the conversation, not even an argument, in the same way as the reason I'll bring a question because I want Josh's opinion on it, I'll say a word because it describes my thought on how I approach it. Yeah. So obviously I'm quite happy to have someone come back and say to me, that wasn't the correct terminology. Yeah, I mean, I, I just say it to sort of acknowledge that, you yeah, know, it's you, difficult yeah, to have a free-flowing yeah, conversation no, no, like no, this. You're quite right to bring that up. Yeah, you know, we, we, do, we do care about being, you know, sensitive. and, and We care and about people. We yeah. care about people and just getting on as people, yeah. essentially, at the end of the day. Yes. So um, I think the last thing I had written down for what you said was just that, uh, I don't know exactly how I got this from what you said, but obviously you said something that made me write it down. It was just that creativity becomes a very important part of what makes you, you. You know, it becomes mm. a part of your identity, I think. Definitely. Just what I, w- I would say for yeah. that. Um, so, I mean, we've gone over 15 minutes. I, I also had written down I wanted to talk about the creative impulse and process. I mean... Well, let's do it. Let's do just you, carry on for yeah. a bit. That's fine. So, to be fair, well, I think we may be a little bit rabbit and headlights about the time but now we've opened it up yeah well let's see if we can let's finish it. it tell what you tell us about what your process is from coming in the door to being able to put aside the outside world not turn on the tv not get bogged down in sweeping the floors or whatever how do you engage creatively tell, tell us well it's more that i just sometimes i've had to learn to take creativity kind of when it arrives which is part of why i wanted to drawing a trainer in a coffee shop because it's it well i know that we sometimes at the end of these situations ask each other what we felt uh we we got from the other person's thing we're not at that we, point yeah we're not at that I, point i know we can't skip ahead i know i know but i just it's just something i'm going to say that's going to be there but uh oh, i've lost my train of thought now I tell you, you take a minute to recall yeah. your train of thought and i will i will say something in counter to what you said you said about how you want to make you want to utilize creativity when it comes to you. And I, I know that feeling, I know that sensation of, you know, when creativity comes, you want to be able to harness it. And, you know, if you're lying in bed at night and you have an idea, you should have a notepad by the side of your bed so you can draw it, so you can write it down, whatever. But I also find with music that, although sometimes I am occasionally struck by creative inspiration and want to engage, I often find that to sit down at the piano mm. and just force myself to play a few basic chords to warm up and then the creativity, I find start the process sit down with the paper in front of you and draw some lines and i find starting it's like anything you can't eat food until you've started preparing the food so you have to engage in it you can't go to sleep until you have laid down in bed or closed your eyes you know so there's a creativity it does come and it does strike you you're totally right but also there are things you can do to sort of ease yourself into that process which yeah you, well you're right and yeah there is an element of that too if you want to draw but, have some paper in front of you if yeah, you want well, if you want to play music yeah. have your guitar out yeah there, you're right I mean. there is that and and there is yeah that but that's probably where i've struggled with it and another, another area i'm trying to get better 
with that. But what I think I'd say in response to how I go about my creativity is because my creativity uh, is something where I end up, say, drawing something because it's something I've seen or something I've been inspired by or a thought or a feeling that I have. It's just allow myself room to be able to take the time to draw. So it's it's obviously evident when I sometimes draw things that sometimes depending on the situation or what I'm thinking, the drawing can be slightly different style maybe to another time. But it's just giving myself that time. So in some ways it's it's been accessible so that I can be ready to sort of at a point when I think, oh, I need to just make a little sketch of that or that's going to be a point. Then I also, for example, if I come home from work and I think to myself, well, normally I would cook my tea and then at eight o'clock I would do this. It's, it's, it's allowing that that time then is then it's more important for it to be drawing time and that sometimes I don't have to be out doing something that actually rather than going outside for a walk which would be a beneficial thing to be doing in it would also be a time that I, I'm ignoring my creativity yeah so I have to stop and go okay and so and, I, and I've got that's what something I've been actively doing over the last few weeks is I've been stopping and thinking right this is the time where I've got not much to do in an hour from now when I've prepared the tea so I'm going to sit and draw and I think until I've got my next thing would be probably from that is hopefully I'll get to a point when I'm, I'm more prepared so when that time does arrive I'm then in a situation where because I'm more uh, prepared I, I know what that time that hour will be done for drawing that picture but right now it's, it's there's, there's a there's an element of organizing myself to allow the time to be there before I can be any more advanced with the time yeah yeah, I think you're right. And just probably just in my sort of concluding point on that, based on what you said about taking the time for creativity and bringing it back to that very early idea of uh, creativity as a meditation, I would say that for me, the reason why you should take the time to engage in creativity is because I think of, um, I was talking to a friend about this a few weeks ago, when I, when I sit down and play the piano, it might take maybe five or ten minutes to get into the zone, but when I get to a point where my fingers are moving across the keys and I'm playing and it doesn't have to be something complex or even something you know like a, a known song you can make up your own tunes very easily but the process of doing that you can get into a certain state a certain mindset where your fingers are moving and you're almost you're not thinking of anything else you're almost not thinking of how your fingers are moving it's happening and I think that experience that meditative experience is is literally an altered state of consciousness just like sleep is different to waking the process of seeing your fingers move across those keys the place your mind is at is is just a different place it's not so radically different i'm not saying you're hallucinating flying across some desert landscapes but it is a different feeling that is really rewarding and worth getting into and the example i give is of piano but you know think of when you're stirring the onions frying in a, in a frying pan around and the concentration you can have the smell the sound of the sizzle watching them burn you know the smell of fresh vegetables these different sort of sources of stimulation it's it's a it's a significant difference to our everyday experience that i think is worth taking the time to do hey man cool are we about is that it yep yeah awesome with that a whopping 24 minutes we, we underestimated whoop, whoop. ourselves as to how long it would be okay um should we quickly? Do you want to quickly say what was the the sort of favourite point of what you we said? I just like that when you expanded my point about escapism, when you pointed out to say that uh, it was a, a re, just a real. It's okay. Yeah, but I just, I just, I like the fact that you opened up my point on escapism, basically. Excellent. Yeah, that's you said a lot of stuff that was really, really worth 
uh, expanding upon. Uh, I guess the thing you said I quite liked was the idea of uh, connections in creativity, making different connections in areas that you wouldn't normally make connections. That's a, a really fundamental aspect of creativity that I'm glad we were able to express. Excellent. Cool. Okay. Right. Recommendations for for this week. Um, yeah. I, I've got one. Basically, I, I will confess that I have started listening, or not listening, reading a daily Buddhist quote. Um, which is something I'm quite enjoying. So I've got a particular quote I want to read out, and I guess that's my recommendation to maybe read a daily Buddhist quote. It's okay. No one's going to laugh at you, and if they do, well, that's okay as well. Um, but I want to read you this quote and then tell you what it made me think about my own life, and, and that sort of is quite a cool idea. So the quote is this. Most of us avoid the real purpose of life because it is always in our nature to anticipate. We dream of something else, something more. The dream arises from habitual discontent. So we roam about motivated by the unconscious and fixed idea that we dislike ourselves as we are and that something that we must be better. So we dislike ourselves as we are and that we must be better when in fact there is no such thing as a better self. So that's a, apparently a quote by Trevor Leggett, the old Zen master. I don't really know who that is. But what I like about this quote is, is the very first line. Most of us avoid the real purpose of life because it's always in our nature to anticipate. We dream of something more. And for me, I found that made me think and reflect upon uh, the when I when we all we all do this. I've seen you know everyone I know does this. We pick up our phone, and it's that sensation of when you pick up your phone, you unlock it, and then you maybe you stare at your home screen, or you stare at Google, or you stare at Facebook. And you sort of just stare as if like you were about to do something, but you're not quite sure what you were going to do. And you, you just sort of, you're there, awaiting the stimulation, wondering what what to do. And I guess that quote helped me, the idea of, uh, you know, we're always striving for more. It helped me sort of sometimes resist that phone. And when you do open it up and stare at Google, um, you know, you can put it back down and sort of remind yourself, you know, you can resist the urge that drives you to pick up the phone because you know, you're always striving for something, um, and it's that sort of the discontent that comes naturally in life when really you just want peace, and I think to acknowledge that you're maybe not going to be fulfilled by the act of picking, you know, your phone is not going to fulfill or resolve that discontentment that we feel, so. It's it's yeah. kind of what you say there, without, sorry if you don't mind me, no, no. thing is, it's, it's, it's looking for an answer, isn't it? Yeah. Sometimes un unlocking the phone and typing something into Google, it's almost like you're going to find an answer. Yeah. But yet you don't. It's a that you possibly and probably not going to find an answer, but also that you maybe don't need to find an answer. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why do why, you want the answer? There didn't in the necessarily first need place. to be an answer. Maybe there need to be an answer to that particular question, whether it was at all, or maybe the answer would come later on. Many of the questions that arise in life, you you know from experience that. They, the answer comes later on in action later on it's just that you very often a question arises because you didn't understand your action at the time but then later on during that day and hour few days later it, it by doing a counter action you you're enlightened to why that happened in the first place and it's more that it's more that we just don't understand ourselves than anything yeah and and, and perhaps the quote also reminds me that you know once you pick up the phone and acknowledge that you're picking it up because you have some sort of desire to be fulfilled when you yeah. put it down it's good to acknowledge that as it says at the end there is no better self you already have the peace and the uh, fulfillment that you're seeking so to put the phone down and go actually 
I'm okay. What I'm looking for, I've got already. I'm fine. I can take a minute to breathe and just everything's, you know, I'm, I exist. I am fine. And it also goes a little bit hand in hand with the idea of looking for a constant, which isn't, it's okay for things not to be constant all of the time. We all have time to wake up in a bad mood or a good mood. And we have sometimes days and weeks and then when everything seems to be perfect, everything's gone to clockwork and every day has been similar. But that isn't, life isn't like that. And yeah. with, without the adverse things in life, there wouldn't be the good things to counteract them. And it just, it just isn't, that life's okay sometimes to be disrupted. Life's okay to not be in a straight line. So it's, it's just sometimes good to remind yourself of that situation too, that opening up and unlocking that phone isn't going to give you the answer to make everything constant and even if it did then it's not okay because you've just you're fine to have wobbles occasionally yeah yeah that's it i think maybe there's a whole other podcast in there talking about a relationship with our phones but yeah that's my recommendation buddhist quotes how about you i will go from buddhism to recommending the hip-hop album my favorite hip-hop album that has just been recent releases by a guy called michael parkinson and produced by a guy called mr thing not not d michael parkinson i assume no no. no, it's uh, yeah, it's just it's yeah, and it's an album called "Finish What We Started." Great album, really well produced. Great lyrics, shows uh, just a growth, and it shows the exciting place which hip hop is in at the moment. So yeah, just a great thing that's uh, made my ears a happier place to be inside of. Super, that's all great. Okay. So, before we say our cheerios for the day, we'll just remind you that if you have any questions about things on this podcast or general thoughts and ideas, then please do let us know. The email address to do so on is jndeep.podcast at gmail.com. That's j-a-n-d-m-d-e-e-p dot podcast at gmail.com. Okay. So, on that note, I think it remains for us to say farewell and cheerio. Bye-bye.